Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, an intuitive healer and mindset coach for women, who is here to help you see the gift in disguise in the ups and downs in life so that you heal the mind, body, and spirit. Why? Because I know it is possible. Because I am not letting a cancer diagnosis stop me from living my best life. And I can teach you too. Hello, my beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining podcast. So happy that you're here, and I really wanted to take a minute or two to acknowledge you for being here with me and for following the show, if you've been following from the very beginning. Today, we are hitting episode 100. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it because if you know a little bit about me, I just was not the type of person who will be speaking in public, especially being vulnerable and sharing a lot of personal topics about her life. Um, I just was not that kind of a person growing up or as I became an adult until maybe a few years ago. And in fact, this episode or the idea of the episode, it was in my mind for maybe like five years or so. But it finally came through during the pandemic when we were um, stuck at home and um, and obviously with some time, spare time that I had, I decided to go ahead and uh, and launch it. So thank you so much for being here for 100 episodes and thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you because this is really the kind of work that not only I'm passionate about, but I really do this for you because I do know that some of you guys can relate to some of the stories that I share. Um, definitely, it is something that I personally would have wanted to have around the time when I was going through my crazy journey with all things related to my health, life, mindset. And, um, and overall, it's really coming together and sharing who we really are and how we can support each other. So I always have the invitation up. And if you ever want to jump in and be um, on the show with me, if there's something that you, you like to share, or if you have any questions, any requests, topics that you want me to cover, you can always send me a DM on Instagram or in an email and um, I'll have all, the, all that information down at the bottom. But yeah, so I'm so happy that you guys are here. So now that I already shower you with extra love, which I always feel like, oh, I really wish that this could be some sort of a live event of just us getting together and talking and sharing um, each other's experiences and sharing food, why not, <laughs> or drinks. But in the meantime, today's episode, because it is the first few days, it, well, time I'm recording this is February 1st, so it is really day one, but probably you're not going to listen to this until tomorrow because this is quite late at night. But we are in February, which is really a very exciting month, mainly because I feel it's the month where we get to really open up and express ourselves in the relationships that we have around us and also including ourselves because it is a month of love and uh, why not really showing a little bit extra love if we can because who wouldn't need some of that these days especially right 
and also because we've lived through crazy two years um, during this whole situation that is happening with our health and a lot of people had to have drastic changes with their lifestyle and social environments as well. So if there's anything that we can do to create more togetherness and to connect each other, um, why not should we do this now, right? More than ever. So in today's episode, what I'll be talking about is about seeking love and really where can you find it? Now, it's it's quite um it's somewhat general because yes it is finding the love that all of us are are looking for and probably some of us are looking for that romantic love some of us are also looking for more connection or a stronger connection with the people that we already have in our lives and this is something that interestingly i had a few women reaching out to me and sharing their experience because they are in loving relationships and actually including men. I have a couple of friends who share their situation, but overall these people are married. They are happily married. They have a beautiful family. Everything seems perfect on the outside, but yet they want a deeper connection for the women who I've talked to because they are getting more into uh, deeper into this, their self-development and self-growth and spirituality. So that's opening themselves up to more expansion in, in awareness and who they are, what it is that they really want in life. And they want to have the same experience with their, with their partner. And sometimes their partner is not on the same page. So how their question is, how can I really strengthen my relationship? And if not, uh, upgrade it, like make it better than how, how it is. And, um, so yeah, so this is also related to that. How can you enhance what you already have and, or even just relationships in general, your friends, your coworkers, people around you, how can you, uh, build something with a good foundation so that you are reassured that what you have around you is really, it's really worth of your time, your energy, your love and attention. And of course, definitely we'll be talking about self-love because this is really the, the biggest thing that we all uh, should get to to learn. And I really feel it should be something that um, got to be taught and, at school since we, well, not for us anymore, but since kids are really young, right? Really teaching them about self-love, self-appreciation, awareness, and how to really value themselves and put themselves first in a way that is also going to benefit everyone else around them. So here's the thing. So if you are one of those women, or if you're a guy, you know, one of those dudes, one of those people who is, feels like he's searching for love most of the time or all the time, or like I said a little while ago, or is looking for a more meaningful relationship with who they already have in their lives. Now, yes, we all seek love. We all want to have that, that everlasting relationship, uh, if it is romantic or if it is with our family or friends, close friends, definitely. But yet sometimes we, there are moments in, we, in which we question and we wonder, like, is this, is, is this it? Is this what it's supposed to be? 
um, can it get better or m more than what we already have? And I feel like if we ever have a question like that, the answer is definitely yes. If you ever wonder, is this it? Uh, is there more than this? Can this be, could it be better than this? I feel like once you start asking yourself is because you're no longer just comfortable with what's going on in the moment or what you have, but you're seeking for more. And if you're seeking for more and or better, it means that there is that waiting for you, uh, the more better relationship or including a person in your life. So either this is you in the moment, or even if this was you in the past, which is great because it means that you already moved on, right? And you are in a much better place. But if for some reason this was you, still take a listen because maybe some things could help you understand how some of those changes were made and how you can still stick to them as you continue moving forward. So if at any point in your life you felt like you were alone, um, the... Here's the other thing that a lot of people sometimes feel like uh, could be the reason why there is not strong relationships in their lives is because they have expectations. And we all do, right? We all have some sort of expectations, things that we learn from our family, from, my, from our parents, from society, from, from the people around us. And we learn to build these different labels about people, how they got to be, how it is that a relationship has to be according to the norm that we learned since we were little. Um, and some of us also have this longing feeling of wanting to belong, uh, wanting to belong in a family, wanting to find someone to share life with. Um, and the problem sometimes that I see, and of course it applies to me because if you do know, like I've been single also for quite a while, um, sometimes the problem really is what we think is, is not finding the right person. But I also will say is that when we are looking, sometimes we're looking for this idea of who we think we want in our lives, but we're not really being truthful to ourselves because what we should be looking for is a better version of who we are in that moment not so much a better version of who he or she should be for us. Do you know what I mean? I hope that that landed um, pretty well. But if not, let me repeat it. So our problem or mistake that we make sometimes is that we look for this idea of a perfect person or perfect relationship. But what we should be looking for is really the better version of ourselves when we are in love, the better version of who we truly are when we are in that space of giving and receiving, when we are really being true to ourselves and respecting ourselves, honoring who we are and trusting ourselves more than anybody else. Because the way we treat ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, how we see ourselves in the mirror, whether it is makeup, no makeup, fully naked or with clothes, however you see yourself, however you perceive, perceive you, who you are, is exactly how the other person is going to see you or perceive you. So 
we got to really be honest and stop lying to ourselves or stop creating this this fake image that sometimes we we put in our minds right like I often hear people talking about oh I want him to be you know like at least six point six six two or whatever feet tall I want he has to be fit he has to be blonde or have blue eyes or brown or whatever or this nationality and yeah we all have our our little list of who we really ideally who we want in our lives but if you if you are really strict about it and sticking to that list, um, I mean, you're closing off to really the opportunities because what you're looking at in that list is just the outside version, right? It's just the cover, the the shell of who he could be in the inside. So maybe the list should be more about the feelings that he um, allows you to experience, so, which at the end, really, what it is is the list of the of the feelings or experiences that you want to have when you are in love. See what I mean? It's just it's just a little change of the meaning um, of w- what exactly we're looking at. So basically, um, this whole <laughs> the whole point about this is when you're looking for love outside of you most times we're missing out because we should be looking more inward we should be looking at who we are and how we're loving ourselves at a deeper level because again and i'm going to repeat this is that if you're looking for a type of relationship romantic friendship or with family whatever that might be really look inward and see how you are being in that moment with in that particular relationship, in that scenario with a person? How do you want to experience that relationship? And do you see yourself with whoever that person might be next to you? Do you, can you imagine? It's like working backwards. Focus on yourself, focus on your experience, how you are feeling in that moment, and then going backwards at what or who is around you that is contributing to that experience. Because at the end of the day, it is really us who create it. And one of the, or another mistake that a lot of us have is that we wait to be with someone to feel complete. That's something that a lot of people do, a lot of people say, or sometimes they don't consciously say it, but it's really what it means in the background that we want to feel complete. And now I'm sharing this because it has come up a few times when I've had sessions with clients and including myself, because this is something that I also had as a, um, um, in an RTT session, which is the, the um, rapid transformation therapy that I do with my clients in which we ask the subconscious mind about understanding and finding the answers of why something there is an issue a problem that we want to solve how can we understand it better what is that belief coming from that's the the subconscious mind's job to let us know what is going on and the biggest blocks that a lot of people have the biggest um uh beliefs i will say that people battle with is that uh, first of all a lot of people want to feel safe including men, women, they want to feel safe, secure, obviously, protected. So being with someone is really giving them that sense of protection, right? A lot of people also want to feel important. 
there is there is this notion that we get somehow we grew up with this that thinking that when we are in a relationship is it means that we really matter that we are important to someone now here's the thing that i often don't talk about um because it can be a little bit triggering and most of the things that i do talk about are are more empowering and, and focusing in the good stuff that we can rescue right but let's say in toxic relationships where where there is abuse and there is a violence when there is a lot of trauma related uh, to to domestic you know trauma basically and or when someone is in a narcissistic relationship whether this is the women or the men often they forget uh, to take care of themselves and respect themselves so they even though they part of them knows that in that relationship which is a toxic relationship they are not really getting anything good out of it because there is violence there is um, narcissistic behavior there is a lot of oppression and uh, who knows what else goes in there right we don't want to get so much into that but basically sometimes you wonder if you see it on tv or in movies like why is she still with a guy if he's beating her up like a lot of people ask that or like is she and sometimes they judge right maybe we i mean we all do at some point we kind of judge what we don't know and we wonder like why is she still there if he's not treating her well because for some people that's still a type of attention that they seek Again, because somehow there is that belief that they never felt important growing up. That maybe their parents were not around or maybe the dad was the same way. Being a violent person and and beating her up or abusing her mom or whatever might have happened. So we sometimes stick to the things that we already know and believe them as being part of our lives, even though they are negative, even though they're toxic or they don't create a harmonious lifestyle around us and so also applies to some people that didn't grow up with a male figure or a father figure now obviously it all depends on all the different experiences there's so many factors around someone's life that can affect this or can influence this like i for instance grew up with my grandparents and of course my granddad was my male figure but it was also very um i don't know how to explain it it wasn't so much um of the kind of male figure that would have won i would have won because he was all about love all about attention play uh and not there wasn't a lot of structure there wasn't a lot of um um i guess someone who i would be looking up to and uh and I guess it was just different. I, I don't, it's hard for me to describe it because my grandfather was a really good person, loving person, and I'm so happy to really have lived with him uh, the first, uh, probably like half of my life with him and, and my grandma. But at the end, it is different, right? So sometimes we have that kind of a challenge when we don't grow up with a male figure to show us what it's like to be in in a type of relationship and um and then if let's say we don't have that figure in our lives what's the belief that is created which is mine definitely (sighs) is that love is not available 
we think or believe that love is not available, that we are not important. So if we are not important, we don't matter to our parents for not being there, which again, this is not something conscious that, that happens. Um, and it might very well not be true because in my case, it's not like my mom didn't care about me. She just had to leave because I, um, I was so young, she couldn't take me with her and she had to go and work and make money for me and my family back in Peru. So, but the mind doesn't discern all of that. The mind only takes the information that is given in the moment and right away, click, 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 starts creating all the sets of beliefs that is going to keep me safe and protected. That's it. Period. End of story. Okay, because that's the, the, the job of the mind is just to keep us protected, to keep us safe. And in, in a way, I know that a lot of those things don't make sense as well, but it was just what was necessary in that moment. And, um, and with all of those beliefs that we create, part of us also want to, as adults, we want to protect ourselves. So what do we do? We close up. We are not opening ourselves to finding someone who is worth, um, worthy of our love and attention, right? We um, project this different type of persona out to the world and hide ourselves and stop expressing ourselves. We stop showing who we really are and, and we stop uh, being seen. And this is also reflected in some of those people who for whatever reason, don't like to be acknowledged, don't like to be complimented. That, And I know many women, including myself, long time ago, don't feel important, don't feel like they deserve compliments. Um, and so it is difficult to connect with somebody when, when we're hiding, right? When we don't want to be seen. But obviously, all of this can change. All of this is something that you can turn around once you start having that awareness of what really is going on, where some of those beliefs are coming from. As I mentioned before, your subconscious mind is really good at remembering and uh, bringing them forward if you choose to do so, so that you can understand and, and completely in that moment, make peace with it with the people who are around you, with the situations in a safe way and move on and create new and better beliefs. And now what's the answer of all of this? It's really finding that love within yourself. I already talked about this a little while ago in which you got to see yourself exactly how you want to be seen. You got to feel about yourself exactly how you want to feel when you are with that other person. You got to really respect yourself exactly the same how you want to be respected. And of course, you got to really trust yourself because when you trust yourself, you're truly saying yes to yourself, to all the opportunities around you, to all the things that are coming to, to you. And of course, you're saying yes to love, however it comes. And look, here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. Sometimes we have those expectations that I told you about a little while ago, right? But once we let go of those expectations is when we are really opening ourselves up for opportunities, for love, for connections, for really showing ourselves as how truly we are and be respected by other people. And I feel like 
the more we do that, the more appreciation we have towards ourselves. Not only we are actually showing how we want to be treated, but also we're showing people how they can also treat themselves so that they can also manifest exactly what they want. So the moment we stop judging ourselves, second guessing, doubting ourselves, stop expressing who we truly are or how we feel, the moment we stop doing all of that, that's when we are actually opening up for love and having an amazing relationship with those people around us. So then people will ask, so how do I do that? <laughs> right? It's a simple question, but yet it's, it's complex because there are so many ways to really truly show yourself appreciation, self-love, um, attention to your needs. And that is exactly what you what you should think about when it's when it comes to how can I love myself a little bit more today, which is really putting yourself first, putting your needs first, and really consider yourself so important, who is so deserving to have her needs met. And the reason why I say this is because and really pay attention because. A lot of us did not grow up thinking or feeling that way. And if you are a woman who is taking care of a house, the family, work, really busy schedule, I'm, I'm pretty sure that probably you also multitask. You try to do a lot of things at once and taking care of other people way before you take care of yourself. If you are feeling exhausted at the end of the day and not sure what time it is, really want to take a break, but yet there are still so many things to do. There's the laundry, you have to cook dinner, whatever that might be. Um, whenever you lose track of time and you haven't even done anything for you, that's that's really, I think, is the moment which you should realize that you without knowing have given up on yourself a little because you're not putting yourself first you're not putting your needs at the forefront and that is very important to do when you are expressing love to yourself so that would be one thing to start doing how can you take care of you now how can you if you're a busy mom busy house wife whatever it is that you do during the day or afternoon or nighttime that keeps you away from taking care of you that occupies most of your time ask yourself how can you delegate how can you take care of other things or have other people help you with them so that you can have a few minutes to yourself and I'm not saying have like a whole day to you I mean if, if you can do that amazing but not even having an hour you know you can just dedicate a few minutes you, we can make a commitment of dedicating a few minutes every single day. Just a couple minutes, three minutes, five minutes, ten if you can. But as low as three, sometimes it's good just to have three minutes to yourself. Even to check in. Ask yourself, how am I doing today? How am I feeling? How am I taking care of myself now? How can I do this a little bit better to feel good, to overcome anxiety, to make sure I'm eating right? How can you meet your needs in a way that is very nurturing, that it keeps you full, it keeps you complete? Again, feeling complete doesn't require to have another person in your life. It requires to have you, all of you, 
all the different versions of you feeling complete at any single moment. Because once you are complete feeling in your own body and mind and taking care of you, again, you are already complete for somebody else to join you in the same journey. And also, you show yourself a lot of love and appreciation the moment you start trusting yourself. Trust is so important. It's so beautiful. It's really because what you're saying is that if I'm talking to myself, oh my God, Wendy, good job. I got you. I'm taking care of you. I know how you feel that this might be scary, that this may be something that you are not comfortable in doing. Or, um, and by the way, that can be anything. I'm not just talking about relationship, but, but in general, trusting yourself fully. Right. And, and I will say, you know, like, um, and I'm amazed how amazing you're dealing with this. I know it's scary for you, something you've never done, but yet you're here because you trust your choices. It is a scary, but you're still saying yes to yourself and your dreams in what it is that you want to get in life. And no matter what the outcome is, you're still standing here strong, confident, trusting yourself, knowing that whatever it is, the outcome, you're always going to win because you're always putting yourself first. And that is really important. And the last thing that I will say is how you truly can show love and appreciation for yourself is when you allow yourself to express your emotions, your feelings. When you really let it out, you don't hold anything back. Because as we know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, when we hold emotions and if we hold them for quite a while, they will represent or they will actually come out and manifest in, in your body as symptoms or sickness. Um, whatever it is that is trying to get out is going to show up in some sort of way through your body. So we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we are allowing ourselves to express for our, obviously it's for our own good, but also for the good of the other person. Because in any relationship, when there are emotions involved, or maybe I should say, whenever there are emotions, it has to do with more than just you. It has to do with you and somebody else. Someone is quote unquote making you feel this or that way. And I say quote unquote because really no one can make you feel in one way or another, but it is the experiences with that person in that relationship that just unfolds in a certain way that it just leaves a mark in our mind, in our heart, right? In our body. And so here again is what I will tell you, going deeper and deeper in understanding with your subconscious mind, how that relationship is unfolding for you. What is it that you need to keep or toss away from that relationship? Really, once again, honoring yourself as you do this, because expressing your feelings is the most beautiful thing. Not only you are seen, not only you are validated, you are actually also showing yourself that you are strong enough to send that for yourself. If there's something that you need to express that sometimes might not be comfortable for, for the other person. And of course, when you're feeling good, even better express that when you're feeling loved, joyful. And here's one thing that I noticed and including me in my past relationships Sometimes we don't acknowledge so much the good times, right? We focus more on what is not working. So if for some reason you're having an amazing time with your partner, having 
the best relationship you could ever have, celebrate that. Celebrate what you have. Even if you might think it is super small, celebrate it because you're really validating and saying yes. Every time we celebrate, no matter what it is, we're saying yes to that opportunity and calling in for more. Yes, yes, yes. So you can celebrate in so many different ways as long as you're always paying attention to how it feels for you. So those are a few things that I wanted to share today. I got a lot more to share and actually something that I just thought about it right before jumping into the podcast is I'm going to be sharing this whole month of February on Instagram, little tips every single day, short, cute, uh, little videos or tips that I'll be sharing about how you can express love, self-love to yourself. Small little practices that my hope is that we get to learn from each other because I also want to hear what are some of those practices that you do. That could be either mental health related, it could be your body, you know, maybe cooking a delicious meal that it really brings you joy, it makes you feel good on the inside and also on the outside. You know, maybe it is like a self-care routine, skincare routine. Maybe it is getting together with friends and having fun and enjoying the moment. Anything that really makes you feel amazing. And again, I am a true believer. The more we show this part of us, this side of us, how we truly live life, really is when we start creating magic. We start really creating this this whole idea of it is possible to be happy, to have what you want, regardless of what's happening on the outside, regardless of what people say, regardless of expectations, whatever they might be, regardless of the craziness, right? So jump on with me on that self-love train wagon. (laughs) I just made that up too. Um, And starting today, I'm sharing videos, little clips about how you can tune in more and deeper with your self-love practices. All right. And again, jump on with me because I want to hear about you. What is it that you do? And even if you don't have a particular routine or you don't think you're doing anything for you, still share something that you probably think could be interesting for you to share. Um, Maybe you're curious about something that you heard from somebody else. You can share someone else's ideas as well. Again, guys, this is all about, uh, about all of us. This is all about <laughs> us getting together and sharing and creating this amazing loving community. Okay, so I cannot wait to hear what you got to share. And of course, if you got any questions, reach out to me on Instagram at Wendy for Wellness. And if you also want to go and dive deeper into this topic, whether it is finding love, whether it is getting rid of any other belief from the past, whatever it might be, if you're even curious about what it is working with a subconscious mind, what does that really mean? Do not hesitate to reach out. I'll leave information down below in the show notes. But basically, let's just jump on a little chat and and talk about some of the things that are pressing right now for you. What are things that are keeping you up at night that you want to take care of that maybe you have tried for so many years, so long, but yet don't find the results or the answers to get and resolve once and for all. So... We can do that if you like. But once again, thank you so much. One more thing that I'll ask you and really appreciate about you is that if you enjoy this show or any of the episodes from the past, 
please go ahead and leave a five-star review. You can do that on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, you can Google it to know how to do that. But basically what it does is not only is showing me and telling me that you do listen to the show, you do care about the topics that we cover here. But what it's doing is also allowing other people to see the show so they can listen to them and also benefit from it as well. So really what it's doing is creating more connections and togetherness with people out there who need to hear this. So thank you so much for your generous contribution and allowing me to expand the kind of work that I do and I'll see you guys on the other side.